the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from the show. Check me out online, www.shalomkline.com. You can call into this beautiful studio here in Elk River Village, 312-642-5600, 312-642-5600. We are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can find them online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call, 630-928-0510. And it is indeed a lot of fun to uh, even give that intro again, because uh, many of you may not know this, but I have not been here in studio for uh, the past six months. Uh, more on that later in the show. I'm uh, happy to provide the reasoning behind that. But it's great to be back. Great to uh, be with you here, George. You waited around for me, huh? I sure did. You did. You did. You didn't run anywhere, um, which I appreciate. So uh, we've got some great guests lined up for you today and a great lineup for the next few weeks. You get a sneak peek of who will be on Get Down to Business on future weeks. Once again, by visiting my website, checking me out on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, anywhere um, pretty much where you can go online, you can't miss me. Um, so I'm thrilled to be joined here in studio by Liba Burnett. Liba and I are meeting for the first time today, but Liba's reputation uh, precedes her. She is the owner and director of a video marketing company called Burnett Media. Liba, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So uh, I know you are uh, familiar with radio, but this is your first time here at AM560. What do you think of the studio? It's so beautiful. I've never been to a station before other than when my father had a show. So this is uh, definitely a fun surprise. Okay. Well, I know you're in video marketing, so you're going to have to bear with us here on radio. Um, Although people can uh, actually check out on Facebook Live, you can actually see what's going on here in studio and get a sneak peek. Um, But uh, as our listeners know, I love to get to know the person behind the microphone. Before we actually talk about Bernath Media, let's talk about Leva. Who are you? Well, uh, I have your your typical entrepreneurial background story of being really horrible at school and always selling something out of their locker. And um, I started selling probably in the, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth grade. And then finally, when I went to high school overseas in Israel for about three years, I found a big passion for makeup and hair and just making people feel beautiful and powerful. And I started a little studio a salon out of my dorm room. And um, then I, you know, came back to the States, did what I thought everyone had to do, which was go to college to get a job. Found out very quickly that college was not for me. And I started a business with a guy, an online business, uh, you know, and then business after business, some failures, some wins. I uh, ended up meeting my amazing husband, moved out to Chicago. I was doing financial services uh, before I did video. And I built my whole business on on social media. And um, 
when I when I met him, he was like, you know, you, you're really not into numbers. You don't really like math and you don't really like talking about retirement accounts, but you love social media. What if you were to freelance us for a little bit and see if you could make some money? So I did. And by accident, I really wanted a client. And I thought if I offered him video, I would get him. And I never held a camera before. I never did a video in my life. And I really wanted his business. So I offered him video, not knowing what it would cost me, not knowing I would lose money on it. Anyway, it was my first the taste of video and I was like this is what I want to do forever and then since then we've created God 30 plus marketing videos we've gone nationwide already so it's been incredible that's awesome an amazing husband is uh, joining you here in studio yes. and he's uh, <laughs> manning one of the cameras here keeping me calm keeping you calm that's great I'm behind the camera <laughs> that's right so I, uh, I I'm curious with that entrepreneurial background Leva you uh, you talked a lot about how you've dabbled in a number of different things you certainly enjoy um developing an idea and bringing it to the finish line. Uh, being in business, all of our listeners are surely wondering, yes, you love to do the video side. Yes, you clearly are an expert marketer. But doing those things, you do have a company. Is that correct? That is correct. I I own Bernath Media. Uh, we do video marketing for, uh, I would say, middle to bigger size businesses. Um, we script, write, storyboard, makeup, set design, all the above. And how is it handling the administrative side of the business? Oh, man, uh, that is definitely challenging because I, I, I'm I a dreamer and I love the creative side. And it was very challenging in the beginning when I started. I scaled very quickly because I was making a lot of money on the social media marketing side. And um, I hired quickly, too quickly. And I hired poorly. I hired with my heart, not my head. And it cost me a lot of money. It cost me a lot of projects, but I learned from it. I have a very supportive husband that I use, uh, you know, I use his advice. He's, he's been a business owner himself for quite some time. So, you know, I'd always use him as a stand, a sounding board. And I actually, about three months ago, I switched all my staff and my business has never been better. And so, you know, you learn because you can't do it all yourself. You have to outsource. You have to accept that you're going to not always win. And you, you have to be very compassionate. Uh, absolutely. And I, I'm curious, do you feel that the mistakes that you've made have sort of made you better? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I've taken, uh, man, uh, mistakes in hiring, mistakes in taking clients that didn't appreciate or respect me or could take advantage of me. Um, but I do believe for especially the listeners that are listening today or watching on Facebook Live, when you start a business, you have to acknowledge that you have to eat a little dirt in the beginning. You're not going to come out as the number one video marketing company in the world. You have to take whatever you can get in the beginning. Now I'm in a place where, um, you know, where I used to be producing four or five videos a month. Uh, I have bigger projects that are upwards of 15,000 or 25,000 because I now know what I'm capable of. I now have a crew that produces for Pepsi and Cola and I have incredible people that I can create incredible work with. So I don't take anything anymore. I choose my clients wisely because they're long-term clients. Uh, I choose my staff carefully because I want to build. And uh, yeah, I definitely learned a lot. So we're going to talk more about Bernath Media and, and some of your success stories in a couple of minutes, but I'm, I'm curious um, some of the other lessons that, that you might have learned, perhaps through mistakes, through, perhaps through successes. Success are always more fun than the mistakes um, <laughs> that, that perhaps you can share with an aspiring entrepreneur that might be listening this evening. Yeah. Um, so you want me to start with mistakes? Sure. <laughs> I think mistakes are easier to talk about um, yeah, sure. yeah. because especially if you're an overachiever, unfortunately, you spend more time thinking about your mistakes than you do about your wins. Um, and I would say the number one thing I would like to share with someone who's listening and they're like me and they're ambitious and they know how to hustle. Um, man, uh, ease up. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, you don't have to, you, it's good to put in a hundred hours a week, but it's also good to breathe. Sometimes when you're working, you don't see 
what you're not doing um, when you're so busy trying to produce. And I'd also say don't hire so quickly because then you're so focused on bringing in money for the company to pay your staff. You're not thinking about the vision. You're not thinking about where you want to go and why it all started to begin with. You've talked about hiring um, uh, quite a bit. And I'm curious, um, what have you learned about yourself as a, as a boss? I learned a lot. I learned that it takes a lot to have full-time staff. It takes a lot of being a mentor. It takes a lot of self-education. I've been reading nonstop on how to be a boss, where I went wrong. I I consult people who have businesses 10 times my size and are 10 times my age. And I asked them because I felt like a failure when I hired my first employee. And, you know, the day that I wanted to fire her, which you saw coming, she came with a resignation letter. And I, I was hurt. And I remember, honestly, I, I was hurt. And I, th- I didn't understand where I went wrong. I gave her everything. I gave her an incredible salary and benefits and everything and love and care and friendship. And, and to f- I felt used. And I needed to learn that, when you build a business, you need to treat it with the business. You know, use your head more than your heart. Sure. Um, so we've got time uh, now to learn from the uh, from those successes, and uh, we'll we'll have to squeeze in a quick break. But we'll come back and we'll talk some more about Bernath Media. But uh, the successes, what have you learned from those? I've learned to to learn to celebrate. Um, a lot of times, as as business owners, entrepreneurs, we we have a win and we don't even pay attention to it. And I'm getting better at small wins. I'm I'm going to dinner. I'm having a date with my husband. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that one hour walk for myself and and being with myself without my phone. Um, learning to celebrate your wins because if you don't, you're teaching yourself that you don't enjoy what you're doing. And when you celebrate your win, you want more of that. And one of the other uh, lessons that I'm hearing from you, Libra, is um, the importance of finding balance. Work-life balance is a myth. Um, there's no such thing. Um, you, I, I tell people, I mean, no one would be listening to the station if they weren't into business. Sure. Um, <laughs> you choose, choose something you want to spend your life talking about. You know, um, I can be on set all day. I love it. I come home high. Like, it's, it's incredible. And I didn't know that. I didn't go to school for it. I'd never experienced it. It was an accident. Keep trying. Find something you love and make a life around it because there's no such thing. Uh, when you own a business, there's no nine to five. It's with you. You bring it home. Love what you do and never work a day in your life. And you clearly, clearly love what you do. Um, it's a uh, pleasure to have uh, Leo Bernath of Bernath Media on the program. We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes after a very quick break. Um, we'll talk some more about some of those success stories. We'll talk about some of those clients and some of the work that you've been doing. Uh, a magnificent transformation uh, beginning with uh, beauty products and then moving on into uh, into the world of uh, video marketing. But uh, we'll certainly share your contact information to make sure our listeners can find um, some of the very, very cool stuff you've been doing. Um, so uh, we'll be back with Libra Bernath from Bernath Media in just a moment. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. As promised, we are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center, everything about the Affordable Care Act, everything about hiring and firing, and uh, anything and everything in between. You can check out their website and their fantastic blog at tandemhr.com or give them a call. They'll give you a free consultation if you mention Get Down to Business. Call them 630-928-0510. You're listening to Get Down to Business. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Shalom Klein, and I'm uh, thrilled to be joined again here in the studio by Liba Bernat, the owner and director of Bernat Media, a video marketing company. Liba, before the break, was, uh, you were sharing with me some of the successes, challenges as well. And interestingly, really the sign of a uh, fantastic entrepreneur is you're actually more comfortable talking about your challenges, but I'm going to push you a little bit and I want to talk some more about the successes. You're coming off of, I think, a really cool project um, that you just worked on. Let's talk about that and let's talk about why it was so much fun. 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we recently, I flew my crew out to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to shoot a two-day shoot, which was the longest one we have done as of, as of uh, especially out of state, which was exciting. And, um, you know, it, there was a lot of challenges because as a, as a, as a as a new business and you know this was my larger project i learned so many things that i wish i would have known beforehand about how much crew i really needed so i wasn't just a director that day i was also the makeup artist i was also gosh i was making sure preps uh, props were in place i was running around putting we had over 35 people on set and i had to make it happen quickly and effectively i needed to do it in time you know to pay for my crew's time and it was just a lot um between storyboarding and scheduling and it was two full days, even without my crew being there, I was there, two full days of 12-hour days um, at, at the studio where we shot, and um, I've never felt more alive in my life. Like, it was the most incredible win for me, and uh, there were some crazy experiences. Like, I remember doing makeup and under stress, which all makeup artists know, never do, and um, I made my, my main actress have orange skin on camera, and that was a nightmare, and I saw the main the main camera guy look at me like, and he didn't want to say anything. And I was looking at her and I'm looking at the screen and I'm going, Oh crap. And I just remember it in that exact moment being like, calm down. It's fine. We'll wipe it off. We'll start over. Um, but there was, it was such an incredible experience. I mean, I come, I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh. A lot of the extras we had on set were people that saw me when I was in the beginning of my career at 17, 18, 19. And then, you know, here I am coming back with my crew and establishing this whole shoot actually got some people more career opportunities because of it because they were starring in my video they got more jobs to shoot or in other commercials which is the biggest one ever when people call you and say thank you for having me because of you now i'm on another set like it was just the most incredible experience i don't have the words so it's fun for you and i can only imagine what uh, all of those people whose lives you impacted are saying um which brings up the value of networking oh yeah and uh, i'm curious uh how has networking worked for you in business? Uh, networking for me was always something that I did. Uh, it took very seriously every single night of my life, especially when I was doing financial services before this. I've effectively figured out how to use social media to drive me business. So when I network, it's a lot more strategic than just running out to get business. I'm looking for a very solid relationship building. And I, my focus is to be like the human Google. Uh, when, I meet a, when I meet someone, I want to know who they need in their life, what they want to know, what I can get them. And I make sure to get that, get it for them. And then in return, people just know that they can come to me and it helps obviously my business. It helps my reputation. Um, but I use social media more than I use in-person networking these days because on social media, I can reach a larger audience faster and I am looking to grow quickly. And it's in line with what you do, which is important. So uh, you talked about a really cool uh, project for a client. I'm curious what kind of business it, it is and what kind of companies Bernath Media has worked with uh, in the past. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this company in specific was a craft store. They wanted, as you know, and we all know people are so lazy today, they don't actually go on people's websites and read. They don't. And then they call the person and they're like asking all these questions when it's a waste of time for that employee. If only they would have just read what was on the site. So this company was having a lot of issues where people would show up and they wouldn't read the forms, the legal forms or anything of that nature. And so they were like, we want to create a video that's humorous and funny. People remember us, but also tells them what to do when they show up. So we did like uh, 10 videos and, um, and, and so they were a craft store. They were, you know, people come and host parties. They did business outings, but we've done everything from criminal defense attorneys, um, gosh, salons, uh, nationwide associations for uh, private household industry. We've done uh, celebrity headshot artists. Uh, it's a very wide variety of people that we work with. So you've alluded to it a, a moment ago regarding this uh, craft business, but uh, why video? 
Um, why, why should uh, a small business owner that might be tuning in tonight uh, consider video when their marketing dollars are limited and they have to choose, should I do this or that? Why is video the most important option? That's such a fantastic question. You know, think about your best sales guy, your best sales guy and his best energy and he's just so full of life and he is selling your product or your service with everything that he's got. He can't do that 24-7 a day, but a good video, a good video done in the right environment that's picking people up, showing with good music and emotion and script and power, you have that video working for you like a 24-hour salesman would that's high on life. So you want to invest in a good video that you can put into Facebook ads, share it at the bottom of your email as a, as a signature. People need to feel your business. They can't just see it and want to have a relationship with it. They need to hear you. They need to see you. They need to know why it matters. And in video, you can convey all of those emotions. And Bernath Media, are you covering all of those steps from yes, A to Z for are. them? All of it. All of the above. Um, and not, I mean, if I'm not storyboarding, somebody else is. And my crew is unbelievably talented and, and I'm very proud of them. I'm very proud of the work that we've created. Uh, that's awesome. So uh, you're now in Chicago. Uh, again, your husband's here in studio. You have settled down um, here in Chicago. You're originally from Pittsburgh, you mentioned. Yeah. How have you found the Chicago business community to be? Oh my goodness. So I was very nervous at first um, because I thought Chicago would be like New York, you know, but it has all the benefits of a big city, but people are kind. The streets are clean. Um, I love networking downtown, meeting people, very kind people. And um, I, I mean, I love people. I, that's, that's why I love video. I love, I love makeup to make people look beautiful and powerful and make them feel good. I love video because it makes businesses talk about what they love and networking just as communicating, making friends. I love making friends. So, but radio isn't too bad, is it? No, I love this. This is so much fun. Okay, good. Just <laughs> I, I was nervous in the beginning, though, because I was George, like, I'll mess George up. George might mute you if you say something mean about radio. Oh, he has no. been known to do that in the past, um, but he's, uh, he's behaving right now, which is nice. Um, so, Leva, I'm, I'm curious, um, what is the sort of large end of the of companies that you can work with what's too small and what's too big so I love that you asked that because we, I mean, we still to this day, I mean, I, I probably have to turn down a, a lot of businesses in the past three months because uh, we used to work with everybody. Uh, now we don't really create films or, or stuff really under $10,000 um, with with big exceptions for industries that we really want to work in. For example, like the medical field, which we have a couple projects lined up uh, coming 2020. So it really depends. Um, the reason I'm being so specific is because I truly want to create quality and I need to bring that quality in and people don't realize in this game, it, you, you get what you pay for. So I am not going to get some guy off Thumbtack. I'm getting a guy that produces for Pepsi, big companies that are reputable. And I don't want my work to reflect anything but the best. You know your sweet spot. You know where you can deliver that, that value. And is that, is that something that you've learned as you've grown in business? Or is that something that you've always sort of had that, that, that keen insight into? So to be honest, I, I love what I do so much. That, and honestly, my husband really is the one who pushed me to, to be exclusive because I would take anything and I loved it. And to be honest, I didn't always make money on it. And I would go above and beyond for my clients. Sometimes I put in my own money to make their video better because they didn't have, you know what I mean? And that's what you do when you start a business. You do whatever it takes. Um, but he, he really helped me by, by being a good friend and, and honestly, almost like a business partner by showing me like you need to be exclusive and you need to, if you really truly love your clients and want to give them the best, you need to have them pay the amount that that's going to take to create an incredible production. So I didn't know that at first because I just wanted to create more. I'm a creator and I just want more. And um, the second I became exclusive, it was really hard uh, hearing no after no after no. But then when I heard yes, I was like, whoa, and this is going to be one. This is every video I produce. I always go, well, this is going to be my best one yet. And I just 
continue. I hope to continue that every video I create is just the next one that's going to be the best. No, you put this, this, that same energy, you put it 100% or maybe even more than 110. 100%. There you go. That's right. <laughs> so what's next for you? What's next for the company? Where do you see Burnett Media in five years from now? Oh, yeah. I see us 10 times larger than we are today. Um, but what's really cool about my ability to use social media, specifically LinkedIn, um, which I actually have been consulting on the side because people are seeing what I'm doing. Um, I am able to run campaigns into different states that I want to be in. So we all know winter is coming, you know, in Chicago and, and winter in Chicago is not so much fun. So I'm already working on getting projects out in California where I plan to do a lot of my work. Um I got already interested. So you're saying there's a selfish uh, interest in this. Uh, You know, actually, uh, my husband hates the winner. And I blame it on him. I get it. (laughs) We love to be happy. And I I do want to be eventually, I would like to split my life into Chicago and California. And there's a big opportunity there. And people have the money to afford incredible video there as well. So why not? Why not expand? You're expanding uh, around the country. I know you're uh, you're also uh, focusing on Florida. I'm seeing sort of a common theme there between California and Florida. Sunshine. Sunshine. (laughs) But I do love Chicago a lot. Chicago's great. And uh, coming from Pittsburgh, Chicago and Pittsburgh, I think have a lot in common. The, uh, that sort of, Nice people and great business owners. It's fantastic. So congrats on everything. Believe it or not, time flies when you're having fun and we are just about out of time. I want to make sure our listeners know where they can find out more about Leva Bernath and Bernath Media. Where can they find you? Uh, the best place to find me would be on Facebook, uh, B-E-R-N-A-T-H, Media, M-E-D-I-A, um, or LinkedIn. Connect with me on LinkedIn and, and see what real people, real businesses have to say about me. And it's really not that hard to uh, to find you again, L-I-E-B-A, B-E-R-N-A-T-H um, on either Facebook or LinkedIn, and they will uh, they will find Bernath Media quite easily and hopefully uh, take uh, the opportunity to learn more about why video is so important. I know that not everybody listening is it falls into that sweet spot of, of size of business, but hopefully everybody has learned a thing or two this evening about uh, video marketing and why it's so important for really any size company. Uh, so thanks so much for uh, for joining me here in studio, Leva. Thank Appreciate you so it. much for having me. Absolutely. And come back soon. Uh, continue to share your success stories. And uh, we'll hear about uh, your, uh, your big expansion in California and Florida, <laughs> mostly around wintertime. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Uh, check out my website, shalomkline.com. Check out Facebook, Twitter, and you can download podcasts and get a sneak peek of who will be on next week on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We're going to be right back after a quick break. More on Get Done's Business. Welcome back to the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. You're listening to Get Down to Business, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Bruce Fikowski, the CEO of Get Assist. Uh, Get Assist was founded in Calgary, Canada, um, and Bruce uh, joins me now. Um, Bruce, welcome to the program. Well, hello, and thank you, Shalom. Absolutely. Good evening to Chicago. (laughs) Well, it's great to have you over here. Hopefully you come out and visit us um, in person in the studio sometime. Um, Bruce, uh, I have to admit, I've, uh, I didn't know much about Get Assist, um, but I uh, started reading up on you and started reading up on the amazing success of your company, which connect, connects with purpose. And a uh, really fascinating story. I uh, would love if you can enlighten our listeners. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a, a small business guy at heart. I've been in business my, my whole life, been an entrepreneur. Um, and uh, really, I'm a champion of small business. So when I saw that you were a small business guru, I thought, well, this is great. <laughs> um, I, I've always been about small business. I know how hard 
small business working. It keeps our lights on and keeps our communities going. There are employers, and uh, they're the hardest working people I know. And, uh, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of going on with technology and a lot going on for big business. And, you know, I recognize that today's small business just has so many fewer tools to deal with that are affordable or, or are built exclusively for their use. Absolutely, and that's, and that's where, that's where GetAssist that. uh, comes in. Uh, so, Bruce, tell us uh, your story. Why did you, um, I, I know you have this passion for small business and helping small businesses, yeah. but uh, you, you seem like a pretty interesting guy. What's your business story? My business story is uh, <clears throat> I grew up in a fa- uh, family. My father was a test pilot and got out of the forces and he got into the hotel business in a small town in Alberta. <clears throat> and he moved up to the mountains and, uh, you know, he was a hardworking small business guy. And I grew up in his shadow and he, he was just an amazing man. And and I learned a lot from him. And then I went off to the University of Calgary and I got my Bachelor of Commerce in, uh, with distinction at UFC, and then I went on about, uh, went into business for about 10 years, and then I pioneered fractional ownership into a project here in Canada, recreational property. Um, and then I did my project, master's in project management, and uh, did some more work with a, another business of mine. And then one day I decided, uh, as I was getting out of this uh, hotel complex I built, that I wanted to do something uh, about small business, and I'd always had a. I always wanted to consult for small business, provide um, uh, consulting to to small business who could need it. Bring together a network of people I knew that I could deliver the kind of help they needed to do uh, cash flow projections, accounting, business plans. At a, at a really low price to help small business because you can't get that from accounting firms and consulting firms. Sure. And uh, life took a strange turn on me, and I realized I didn't have to put together a consulting firm. Um, all these people were out there; they just needed to be connected. And and so I went about looking at how that would happen, and decided to create a network dedicated to small business. And that's what I did. And what I found was. Um, small business really digs what we're doing. And the number one thing we probably hear is, how come nobody's done this before? <laughs> so we're pretty proud of what we're built. And, uh, you know, small business, I know everybody stands alone. They're driving a van or two or trying to pay the bills and trying to grow your business. But what you don't get is all those tools and discounts and help that the big firms get. So I feel that we get business, get small business connected, and we're a force to be reckoned with because we are a large body of people that employ the countries, that create the the, the jobs, we create the revenues, we take care of our communities, and uh, connected, we're a powerful force, and that all all the doors will be open to us if we get connected. And, and it, Bruce, it's really easy to find uh, to find the company Get Assist. Obviously, getassist.com, and we'll share uh, more contact information uh, in a little bit. But on your website, um, really, you highlight two sides of the company. There's Get Assist Business and Get Assist Social. Bruce, do you mind uh, sharing with us a little bit about the breakdown between those two sides and what the user experience is like? Sure. Well, what makes Get Assist truly unique 
is that we connect two memberships or two communities, business and social, on a single connected network. The small business membership or the business membership is about connecting with, uh, it's a dedicated social network, a dedicated network that uses well-known social features to connect micro and, and entrepreneurs and students and small business um, with each other and with their communities. But it also provides a host of small business tools um, like invoicing, HR tools, project logs, and, and others. And then what you do is you put in your service category in your service areas so that if somebody's looking for your, your services, they can find you easily by simply making a request on the network. Now, that's great for small business, but what small business has trouble with is connecting with their community. And so we added a social membership to this model, and we did a lot of uh, research on it, and what we brought to bear was a social model that's private, it's manageable, it's ad-free, um, and it's got these great features, and uh, people can reconnect with family, friends, whatever, and they have some intimacy because of the privacy. We don't track you, we don't share your information, but because you're connected to business as well, you're connected with job search, you're connected by being able to make a request, and with our buy and sell that's coming up. So the big feature on the site that really connects business and social, it's one feature, it's called make a request, and it doesn't matter what you're looking for, you can go into the cities we're in right now, you can make, type out what you want, fix my car, fix my toilet, renovate my home, I need a divorce lawyer, and when and where you want it, you just click submit, and within 15 minutes, you'll have multiple replies from people that can help you with that. So what I really wanted to do is we ended the search for the clients. You don't have to go searching on Google and dialing to find who you're looking for, and uh, you, you just make a request, and it's going to go out to your small business community, and the ones that can help you on that time frame, that budget that you put in, what you want to do are going to get back to you. They know they're competing with others for your for your work, so you're going to get good pricing, and you're supporting the small business community. Uh, so that's really what we do here. We connect business and social on a single connected network. It's uh, it's a fascinating concept and uh, one that I'm sure all of our listeners will uh, will be clamoring to uh, to learn more about on the both the business side, get us as business, get us as social. Um, but in our few minutes that we have remaining, um, Bruce, I'm I'm curious what lessons you've learned along the way. You talked a little bit about your background, um, obviously your bachelor in, in commerce, master's in project management, and uh, you have some very interesting experiences uh, working primarily on the financial side at first, but now you are the CEO of a company, Get Assist, and uh, you are an employer. What lessons have you learned along the way that perhaps you can share with our uh, small business listeners, be it in Chicago or anywhere else in the country that might be tuning in? Yeah, I mean, probably the number one thing <clears throat> I would say is you can't do it alone, right? You, 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 you're not capable of everything. Um, you need people to help you build your dream. Um, and you need those expertise. So um, don't think you can do it alone. You can't. Um, be a great leader. Bring people on board who have the strengths that you don't, and uh, and be gracious in, in in the honor of working with them to achieve your goals. <clears throat> That'd be the number one thing. The number two thing would be to be relentless, and that's really you know you'll hear me repeat that other times too. Being relentless as an entrepreneur, 
um, particularly if you're taking somebody's money to do something or build something, that's a real that's a real big deal to me. When you take that that money or when you commit, um, you know you've got to be relentless. You can't give up easily. You can't hit obstacles and go, oh well, that didn't work out. You know, obstacles. You know, those are there to be crushed. Don't just try and get past them. Get on top of them, and crush them, and. Uh, and just never surrender in the pursuit of your goals. Um, and then along with that, I, you know, I, I'd go on to say that um, don't take just any risk. You know, uh, people talk about entrepreneurs and risk. There's risks worth taking. There's risks worth avoiding. Just be mindful that you're taking good calculated risks. And then, you know, you live out on that edge. If, if, you're, if you're building a business or you're doing something different, you're inventing um, that's tough stuff. And when you're inventing, you'll always wonder, did I make the right choice? Make good choices, move on. You can always come back to them and, and, and change things later. So, uh, Well, uh, some interesting lessons learned um, throughout your experience in, uh, in launching GetAssist. Um, so we've got just uh, about a minute and a half remaining. Um, I'm curious where you hope to see GetAssist um, be in uh, five years, ten years down the road. Um, where what's your growth uh, plans and trajectory? Well, we'll be global um, in five years for sure. Right now, we've launched in the Phoenix a couple of months ago. We're about to blitz scale in the U.S., which means we'll be into a major city probably every four weeks. Um, we'll probably be in Chicago within four months. Um, but in the meantime, small business, you know, there's lots of tools on there. You can get involved in this. And, and get on the Small Business Network and support it. You can get involved for anywhere from $20 a month to $40 a month. That's the most you can spend is $40 a month. Um, but we'll be in Chicago soon. The social's there. But we're going to be launching in the U.K. in February of this coming 2020. And uh, really, you know, we have had such, uh, such, a, such good feedback and, and ad- adoption from small business that this is just going to, this is a force to be reckoned with. It's growing, and it will continue to do that all on its own. So my job is to uh, manage that growth, but uh, also to reach out with it. So we're looking at every country and how we can adapt it there. But, you know, one country at a time, and right now that looks like the good old U.S. of A. And uh, we're getting a tremendous response over in Phoenix, and uh, I suspect we're going to see that wherever we go. So... I really look forward to getting connected in Chicago. Well, uh, congratulations on all of the success. Every year with uh, Small Business Planning in Geneva, Illinois. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, congratulations on all of the success, and uh, we look forward to having you in Chicago. So real quick, um, got to uh, go to a break in just a moment. How can people learn more about GetAssist and uh, find out more about your uh, growth plans? Go to getassist.com. Or download the app on the app stores, either the player or Google. Um, Google myself, Google Get Assist. We're, we're out there. You'll find us, and uh, you'll be glad that you did. Okay. Well, uh, Bruce Fikowski of Get Assist, thanks for joining us on Get Down to Business. We'll be sure to follow your success and uh, check back in with you real soon. Have a great evening. And, again, thanks for joining us. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show 
all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, you get on my website, shalomkline.com, where you can download podcasts, get a sneak peek of who will be on next week on the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And in just a moment, we'll be back after a quick break, and uh, I'll be sharing with you what I've been up to over the past couple of months. Uh, we'll be back and get down to business in just a moment. Back on Get Down to Business. I know I've learned a thing or two from our guests, Lee Burnett and Bruce Fikowski. Um, you can check out their contact information on my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts, check out everything else I've been up to. Uh, special shout outs to my friend Paula Peterson from AM560 for uh, filling in for me. Um, we've been playing the best of Get Down to Business, which has uh, featured many of the uh, the the interviews that we've had here on the program over the past five plus years. Can't believe it's been that long. Um, but Paula has been uh, guest hosting some of the segments um, on the program, and I appreciate her doing that um, over the past couple of months. While I have been off at beautiful Fort Benning, Georgia, um, serving our... Uh, Amazing country. Uh, I've uh, been. I, I am in the uh, the Army Reserves, the U.S. Army Reserves, and uh, recently commissioned as an officer um, just last week, actually, and came home. Um, so I am here for a couple of weeks before continuing my training at, in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Um, so it's been an amazing experience. A lot more uh, to share than I can pack into a couple of minutes on the air, but I did feel obligated to share with. Uh, our friends here on Get Down to Business, where I've been and uh, why perhaps you've been hearing some of the uh, the best of Get Down to Business and not the uh, the latest and greatest interviews on the program. Um, serving uh, the serving the country has been an, an amazing experience. You get to meet some of the uh, most incredible people from around the world, really, that um, have chosen to call the United States home, uh, people from all walks of life. Um, I was sharing this over the past couple of days with family, but, uh, you know, people are fond of saying that they don't see um, color, they don't see race, they don't see uh, differences um, between people. I have to say that in the Army, indeed, that is the case. You truly stop um, noticing any differences between people when you're in training and some very, very, very stressful environments together. I've made some amazing friends, people younger than me, people older than than I am, um, people that are serving their country on active duty, um, people that are serving in the National Guard, people are, that are serving in the reserves, uh, like myself. And uh, I'm uh, it's it's an honor and privilege uh, to be trained by the best and brightest um, people that are committed to uh, making sure that uh, the United States. Uh, continues to remain strong, continues to rem- uh, to make sure that the uh, U.S. Army is the best trained and the most lethal fighting force uh, in the entire world. And uh, again, it's been six months of training, starting with basic training, which is indeed everything that all of the stereotypes uh, and all of the uh, reputation uh, that it has is. You have the drill sergeant shouting. Um, so that was a uh, experience. Uh, I was surprised that coming back into the station, um, putting on the headphones, I was surprised that I was actually able to hear anything, that I wasn't uh, completely deaf from the shouting and the cursing that has taken place. Um, but I've, uh, I have I survived that experience, continued on to officer candidate school, uh, also at Fort Benning. And uh, that was an incredible experience, learning very, very valuable leadership skills. And uh, now um, I am serving uh, as, a, uh, as an officer in a uh, local unit. And, uh, and it's, uh, been an amazing experience to learn things I never uh, thought I would learn. And, uh, I'm thrilled to, uh, perhaps over the coming weeks, uh, share, 
uh, bits and pieces of what I can share uh, with all of you listeners. But my words of advice to each and every one of you is to find a way to serve, find some way to volunteer, find some way to step up, go out of your comfort zone. I certainly have stepped out of my comfort zone and, and, you know, I found the way that I can serve. Not everybody listening is uh, going to choose or can uh, choose to, uh, to join the armed forces, but everybody can find some way to find a nonprofit that they love, find a cause that they uh, care about, find a, uh, a mission that, uh, that they, that resonates with them. Step up, uh, give of your time, give of your money and learn to do something uh, learn to do something that is bigger and better than you are. And uh, for those of you that are interested in serving the uh, in the armed forces, you could certainly get on my website, and I'm happy to uh, get in touch and answer any questions that you might have. Uh, again, special thanks to Paula Peterson. Special thanks to uh, George Hoffman uh, for sticking with me. And, uh, and we'll be back on next Sunday. Thanks to Tandem HR, your solution center. Check them out online, tandemhr.com. We'll be back next Sunday on Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. To success, let's get down to business. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.